Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thanks to RX Bar for supporting FilmSack. RX Bar is a whole food protein bar with no BS. Get 25% off your order at rxbar.com slash filmsack and use the promo code FilmSack. That's rxbar.com slash Film sack and the promo code film sack. I guess my sound is appropriate for the movie that we saw. Yes. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Think of it that way. There's the positive spin. All right, people, listen up. This job Saturday night will be the largest heist we've ever attempted. If we succeed, the abundant riches will be beyond your wildest dreams. Silence! It's very important that there be no mistakes. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 368, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Uh, I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. The time I hung him upside down and shook a VHS tape out of his boobs done away. Boobs. Oh, <laughs> hi-ya. That's kung fu. Okay. From now on, errors will be treated with zero tolerance. As an example, I point to the sloppy execution of last week's sacking, where one unsightly error nearly set off the trolls. <laughs> you know what I'm referring to, don't you, Scott? No. Yeah, I know it wasn't you, Scott. Don't worry. I know it was Wang. <laughs> That's right. Your Wang. Hmm. Nothing, huh? Yeah. No risk, no reward. Yeah. Wait. Isn't the doctor a time lord? Well, that changes everything, yet changes nothing. <laughs> nice. I liked it. None of it made sense. Kind of like the movie. Uh, also, well, <laughs> did, you yeah. watch the, did you watch the movie with the dubbing or the subbing? The dubbing. We all watched. Yeah. I hope we all watched the dubbing because it made it yeah, special. Yeah, we all watched the dubbing. The dubbing is the best. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. But, but I want to hear about the subbing. You, you alluded to that earlier, so later I yeah, later I, on, I don't subbed and I subbed and dubbed. All it right, don't don't fun. don't forget to tell us again because I want to talk about why that's even a thing. Uh, with us uh, also, Randy. Did he ever tell you about the time he had a dead guy grab his crotch and not let go, Jordan? 
Oh, oh, yeah. Um, hello there, fellow podcasters. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna come clean with you guys. I'm I'm not Randy. I'm his uh, his understudy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the real Randy Deluxe is kind of slumped in a corner over here. <laughs> like I guess he he's drunk and sleeping. Yeah. So um yeah it's and this is I've I gotta tell you the truth. This is not the first time that I've podcasted with you guys. So I just we're just just go with it. Treat me like the real Randy. Yeah. Everything will be fine. Okay. Uh, you, you might know me from some of the better things that I've come up with over the years. Like, uh, I'm the one who came up with the, the whole, uh, now I gotta go yeah. sign off. Yeah. I, I actually, that was actually me. Oh. Um, in fact, uh, it was, it was kind of hard to, to get the real Randy over there to, uh, to, to use it. So anyway, uh, now I gotta go. Um, I gotta go check out what's going on with my wife and kid. You might think they're killed if you were listening to the sounds but not reading the uh-huh. subtitles I'm gonna the say you must have been yeah. you must have been subbing yeah, because yeah. You're yeah. subbing yeah. you only get you only get that story if you're subbing oh man now i'm really curious i missed out yeah yeah i think i should have done some subbing and dubbing uh with us finally brian they even had paper falling from the sky at the end like diehard ibit lots of it all right, gentlemen, we're getting ready to take over not Nakatomi Plaza, but let's go through my checklist and make sure we've got everything we need. Detonators, check. Carpet mines, check. A body bomb with a harness, check. A set of bomb disarming tools, check. A waiter uniform, check. Large bag of snakes, Check. And finally, a Gila monster. A Gila monster. Who's got the Gila monster? Oh, good. Very good. Is that the jumping one? Ah, good. Okay, we're, we're good. Let's go. I That was almost my first intro, too, uh, because I was amazed at the doctor's preparedness <laughs> right, he had for any situation. Yeah, he was possibly need. Yeah. Like, right, What's in that pay- doctor's bag? Yeah, no kidding. Just in case there's a face-off at the very end, I better have a bomb uh, with a harness that apparently you can't just unclick and remove. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And we'll just showing we'll showing up with a giant sack, all these sacks of snakes. <laughs> a sack of snakes for one, just in case we get stuck in the bathroom. This it, sack of snakes is really going to come in handy. So dumb. It was explained in the sub, not the dub. Oh, oh that's a, I mean, let's get right to this, guys. If you didn't look at the subtitling, you missed an entirely different script. And yeah. I mean an entirely it's a different totally. movie. Totally. Really? Like like I, seriously, it is I yeah. can't explain it. I would like Brian Dunaway's take on yes. what those words came from. I don't understand. <laughs> it it is just the most amazing thing and I think it's going to lead right into our who who voiced this movie because I honestly think, I don't know the history of their production, but I don't know if this is the first dubbing of the movie uh, because I think this may be a secondary dubbing because we have a lot of more modern anime and animation actors doing this movie. And I almost want to think, I like to think it's a passion project. Let's start right from the top. Jet Li, the character uh, he plays in, in the subversion uh, almost he doesn't get. <laughs> oh, man, he broke up again. 
Hold it, on, it hold, on hold on. All right, we're gonna try. Thing. We're gonna try that again. So, all right, sorry. Sub dub. Where where were you headed with? Oh, uh, <laughs> you're 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 saying that the Jet Li story is totally different if you're reading it, unless you're right. uh, other than if you're hearing it, right? Right. If you're if you're hearing it, you think that Jet Li doesn't give a crap about the the his wife and the kid in the in the bus. If you watch the subs, it's his wife and his son. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, well, that's not even close to let, yeah. That's don't let me die. <laughs> that that's is his son? soldier. He calls him it's, soldier. Yeah, guys, it's, it's everything. Everything. It's, like that is just one example. This entire movie is filled with subtitling that tells a completely different story. It's entertaining as crap. Well, but yeah. I feel like huh. I should have read those now. Now yeah. I'm annoyed so, that I didn't know. So my thinking was that a lot of the dubbing was chosen based on the shape of the mouth that was mm. being laid over. Oh. That somebody was looking at how people's mouths were moving and fitting the dubbing words to as close as they could. They weren't that good, right? Mm-hmm. But but like some of the subtitles were two and three times as much as was right. being said, the being depicted said on the screen. <laughs> and so it was a lot more detailed, right? Mm-hmm. But then they just invented details. And it was just, it was insane. Like there were times where I wasn't paying attention to the movie. I was trying (laughs) to figure out what in the world story is being told on the bottom of the screen. So question on question on that. When you watch with the subtitles, does it put the original dialogue in or does it leave the English dialogue? See, that's the, that's the, I'm unsure. I'm not a hundred percent sure what's going on. Mm, I mean, they have, you watched it though. I mean, were you hearing English? Oh yeah, no. You could choose both. You can choose. Okay, so you can have you the can choose you can have English, English subtitles, mm. and you won't get just an English transcription of the crap you're hearing in the dub. You'll get this other story. Line. Other other story completely, <gasps> and it was enjoyable. I, feel like I, I actually watch the stupid thing again now. No, that's how you do. It feels. You have to watch it. You might have to watch it three times because there's three entertaining <laughs> okay. ways of watching this. So they're, so they're clearly disconnected. This one thing, like there's never a time when someone says hi on the screen. And you see the word hi. It'll be hello. Yeah. That, yeah. It is, it, the, okay. the subtitles Every are time. not based on the English dub okay. at all. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. So right. they're clearly, the two of them have this other source, this ancestor source that they're coming from. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, it's not just that. It's not just, okay, I'm, you know, like there was a script and the, the dubbing has a thing and the subbing has a thing. Because I'm telling you, they invent stuff. Like they're working from different scripts <laughs> in the first place. That's really yeah. weird to me. I don't know if we've had a movie like and, that on here. And here's the crazy never, thing: never. it doesn't change the movie one bit. Yeah. Like, there's <laughs> never a thing in there where you're like, "Oh wow, that if I'd only been reading and not listening, I would have hated this movie." No, the movie sucks. There's no saving it. <laughs> All this. All it does is confuse issues. Okay. Well, we should tell people the movie. The movie is called uh, Meltdown, by the way. <laughs> wait, wait. It's not It's not That's called cool. Meltdown. It's called High Risk. Yeah, what movie well, are you rewatching? Right. In, hi- in Hong Kong, they called it High Risk. And if you search for it, it comes up as High Risk. But here in the States, right. after this horrific 1995 dub, which I assume they added the rap at that point as well. Uh, they did. Yeah. It, it, I, it's actually, that's why I was telling you the third layer is if you play the Cantonese, which they have the audio for the original Cantonese, they have a totally different soundtrack. Yeah, I'm su- I'm sure that rap's oh. not in there. I'm 100% sure. Right. Well, I feel so like... When, when you yeah, see that bus, like- when the bus pops up in the very beginning, you're like, oh, what's this cool, jazzy 
weird new age music and then and the other one is not like that at all it's more like regular theatrical music yeah it's that's pretty funny to me so it's meltdown here high risk there i don't know why that was a problem and they couldn't just call it high risk but maybe that sounds dumb here i don't know uh but yeah meltdown kind of sounds dumb too because right it doesn't meltdown really nobody actually has a meltdown (laughs) no nothing gets melted down even physically melted down no right it's like meltdown meaning like what the melting you know there's a great there's a meltdown of authority or there i I don't know i don't know what they mean there's no meaning to this right the fire burns so brightly there's melt i i think it was because this movie was definitely supposed to challenge Okay, let's go to the history of the movie real quick. The history of the movie is that uh, the director had worked with Jackie Chan in the past, mm-hmm. and he wanted to, uh, and him and Jackie Chan got into arguments over some things, a previous movie, and he wanted to uh, slam Jackie Chan by saying that this actor that is portrayed in the movie is like Jackie Chan and that Jackie Chan does not really do all of his own stunts, yeah. which makes you question... Is that the reason why Jackie Chan has all those spoof, you know, those silly reels at the end the, of his uh, movies? Is that his answer? Show the actual thing that he's doing, man. Right. I, you know, coming into this, I had no idea that that it was going to be a slam on Jackie Chan, and so it's so it's pretty heavy-handed. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. very like, heavy-handed. You know, pretty quickly into the movie. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, he's running around in a suit. Uh, he's got the hair like Jackie Chan, and I don't think it's just like a, you know, every asian martial artist actor looks the same it's like no that's that's definitely supposed to be jackie Chan. with with some bruce lee thrown in sure there oh, is yeah. some bruce lee yeah oh yeah Heck yeah. yeah jackie chan yeah, doesn't jackie chan doesn't stand in the middle of a circle of people and oh, fight them with expertise right. yeah well yeah, yeah. Well, not, and, but and not only that suit. it's the tracksuit yeah the the yeah, tracksuit the jack's yeah. tracksuit track looked totally like that and also there was a lot of when he's done doing something which was which for me was more bruce lee than than jackie yeah i agree i agree it was it was clearly an amalgam but they were they were absolutely going after jackie chan and i could tell that before i even touched the trivia i think think, uh, i think gene wong the director i think he just hates uh uh, martial arts films to be honest with you because there was way more gunplay than martial arts up until the end, which yeah. is actually when I started enjoying the movie. I yeah, the fights. I thought the fights when they happened, the actual martial arts stuff was pretty great. Crap uh, until the end, if you ask me. When yeah, it, when, yeah. The, 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 the fight movie scene with the uh, the swords and the the yes. light pole. That's that was the turning God, point. That was right? great. Yeah. The movie basically it's a two hour long movie that it feels like at least that that <laughs> spends the whole first hour keeping you from knowing that Jet Li is any good at anything. Like he's he's really not. The you know like he's not revealed as as a badass much. No, he's barely in it. He's barely in it in the first hour. I think. I mean, there's the whole thing with the bus, and then it's like, okay, I'm a bodyguard, and then there's a chunk where he is gone. There's just no Jet Li for 20 minutes. uh, It's really weird. I reporter. I enjoy Jackie Chang or however you say his name, (laughs) Frankie. Uh, Frankie, yeah, Frankie Lone. Frankie Lone. Yeah, I, I enjoyed. He stole the show for me. Really? I mean, he, he annoyed the uh, shit yeah. out of me. I found it to be very irritating, like very, very anime. Like he falls into an empty oh, yeah. swimming pool, and then like hangs there, and then like gives the <laughs> thumbs up. It, it was so like, like if they could have done a Roger Rabbit and had him be a cartoon character, well, they would have. This is a. This is literally labeled as a action comedy. So. 
yeah. I'm okay with it being comedy. Is um is this the definition? And again, I hope this isn't considered a a racist term. But is this is this the definition of a chopsaki film? <laughs> I don't I don't know. Is oh, it? that's a good a, question. I a, don't think I so. don't know what a chopsaki movie is. So B maybe. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what that is either. I've never I've heard of it, but I never really knew what it was. Chopsaki. Here's your definition. So, yeah. Uh, colloquial term for martial arts movies and kung fu films made primarily in Hong Kong and Taiwan between the 60s and the 80s. Oh, okay. uh, the term was coined by an American motion picture so, ty- uh, trade magazine, Variety, and uh, so but, it probably is racist. <laughs> okay, yeah, but 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 but, but I like I feel like it's really important to distinguish between some definition you find on Wikipedia and how people actually use the term. Like I was feeling this this a ton this week. Uh, for whatever reason, Scott and Justin decided to talk about millennials, and they looked up a definition of what a millennial is and had to just go with it. And like I, the whole time, I'm like, but that's not how people use the term. Like the term is used popularly to do to do this other thing than the definition. Like so so like what is a chopsaki movie, right? It's it's a guy who stands around and and beats up people and then there's an adventure and then he beats up more people right mm-hmm. and there's like not much plot it's just a it's just an action a series right. of action basically, devices yeah I mean basically they figured out oh we want to have a a sequence where we involve these weapons or these things that are not normally weapons but we're going to turn them into weapons we just need to thinly create a um, a bit of plot to connect it so that we can get from there to here to explain mm-hmm. why he's going to be in the kitchen battling somebody with a spatula, for yeah, example. Basically, right, right. very, very loose story connection plot stuff in those P- movies. P.S. There was a Cartoon Network show called Chopsaki Chooks, which looks offensive as hell. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a feeling that the word chooks might be the more racist <laughs> part of that title. <laughs> you might be. But so here's the thing with this, though. It's it's not. I don't think it is that definition. I think this is a Die Hard ripoff, and and I mean yeah, that. Absolutely. I mean that. I, I think they love Die Hard. I think this is 1995, and, and they're into it, and they're super super wanting to do it. Yes, yeah, Speed's another good example where they mash that in, and then they they made the movie they wanted to make, which was Speed Hard, and Speed Hard, yeah, <laughs> which would it should have been. Die Hard too, right? right? Die Hard, Definitely. no boss. Yeah. You're okay. trading awfully close to my Twitter post at the end. So I want <laughs> okay, so here's, a, here's another here's another question that I don't know the answer to. Is this a low budget film? Uh, uh, yes. Not not in comparison in its market. I would not say. I I would think it would be a. I don't know, man. Budget. I don't think I anybody think in Hong market. Kong back then. Hong Kong movies were not for, high uh, money yeah. for America. Right. It would be a low budget film for Hong Absolutely. Kong. It's probably like a mid to high budget film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably for a comedy in for, Hong Kong. Probably. I mean, it's all practical probably. effects. It's all you know, some some simple pyrotechnics. It's all like, the, can we get this car in an elevator? Who's going to let us do that? I don't know. We'll find a hotel that'll do it. <laughs> oh, my God. How did, so... the elevator, how did the car get out of the elevator? It, uh... How did the car get out of, out of the elevator on another floor and then get to the right floor? <laughs> I forgot about that. I totally forgot I switched elevators at some point. Yeah, I, and I'm sorry to keep doing this, but like when I say low budget, there's oh, like that's all explain, explained in the oh, yeah, titles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but there's like there's like the definition of low budget, and then there's what people mean when they call something low budget, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's different. Yeah, no, right. that's I, true. I mean, if we're talking about actual money spent, like who cares? It's all relative. But the look of it has two looks for me. One has the look of cheese and lame, which is low budget to me. But on the same time, it has the it has the look of ingenuity and everyone's having a blast and there are there are no but no for gently who never has a good time yeah and there's no and there's nobody on set making sure osha rules are being followed it's just like how can we make Jet this blow up it's kind of the great time gently is saying i'm never gonna get a christmas card from Jet Dan again. <laughs> that guy's great though that. there's you could see because though you could see why he was such a freaking star in hong kong and then later here like he is just there's something yeah. about that dude even yeah, in yeah. this movie where I think he's given a little bit less to do, he's still like a he's a thing to reckon with on screen. I think he he's is. awesome. Yeah. Really I like him. But him. It's, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Oh, but so so we probably don't recognize most of the actors uh for us as mainstream viewers. <laughs> you think? However, yeah, however <laughs> however you might have recognized a few of the voices. Uh Darren uh Norris or Duran Norris the voice of is, the doctor? The, is the doctor and you may recognize him from many things, but I immediately recognized him from uh, from the dad from Fairly Odd Parents. Okay. I'm, I'm not convinced that, that that the voice we were hearing is the guy that you're talking about. I have this feeling that we got a, a different dub in this transfer. And, and the only reason I say that is because the guy voicing the doctor in the movie I just watched sounded like the replacement boss from the IT crowd. Oh, that's funny. I would have said it's uh it's Tim Curry. It's it's uh it's we almost couldn't afford Tim or we couldn't afford Tim Curry, but we I, got the closest. I hope one. I really hope Scott captured that guy. Cuz yeah, I, I want you him. to listen I want you to listen when we get to it for the the replacement boss from the IT crowd. And I, and I don't think that's Darren Norris. No, I, well, according to the IMDb, it is, uh, I also recognize it from those cartoons. He also done some other stuff, team America and bolt and other animated things. Um, it is also, yeah, cowboy bebop. He's known for a lot of anime voices and stuff. Um, Liam says he knows this guy says he's super nice for whatever that's worth. Yeah, like what else is he right. gonna say? <laughs> this guy's a jackass. Like, jerk. He's okay. He's no Illidan Storm Rage, but he's okay. <laughs> right. But he uh, never shows up prepared. Right. But the <laughs> but the thing he's affecting here is a riot. Like yes. what oh, the so almost an over to the top dumb idea ever in the in a movie. It's crazy. It's like you're driving from Tim Curry to alan rickman but you have it but your car kind of stalled on the street you're leaving like it's it's well randy's right about it's very much like that dude in it crowd like the, that aff yeah. affectation of like to listen to that guy oh I, hello I, we've had like there's this kind of like over the top yeah, nasally yeah. thing and he's and Which, he's doing that and here. that's what i'm thinking like it's it's for me that was the first thing i thought it was tim curry in uh, like rocky Horror picture show mm -hmm. not quite as uh, as uh, leather wearing uh, <laughs> Dr. Frankenfurter, <laughs> but just that kind of oh yes, well welcome to my castle. Yeah. Like you know, very yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, a do, very. I think you're doing a, a actually a pretty yeah. dead on impression of him. Like that is what that guy sounds like. <laughs> you could redub it right now. You could <laughs> redub it right now. But I'm going to use the actual <laughs> subtitles as my. <laughs> we should we should have done this as a live stack and done our own dubbing. Yeah, put that. that oh, there you gosh. go. Actually, this yeah. would have been a pretty good live stack. I thought of that while we were watching it, but 
Yeah. The, the similarities to Die Hard are unavoidable. Like, it's just ridiculously inspired Honestly, by it. I, I, would have, I would still love to see somebody take this and dub in the lines from uh, Die Hard in the places oh. where they fit. Like, you know, the, um, the cameraman that uh, What's-Her-Face is, is, is with, uh, kind of doing the uh, Hans Booby yeah, kind of thing. He's, he's so creepy with his uh, <laughs> with his uh, spanky oiled down hair, slick back hair, his alfalfa hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. alfalfa hair. Sorry, alfalfa. You're right. I like this idea. This isn't bad. I don't know who's I got think, the time to I do think it, but this I like would it. be absolutely hilarious because there's so many parallel scenes that I honestly was expecting at the end. Uh, Jet Lee to walk up with some wrapping tape or some packing tape on the yeah. back on his back with a uh, with a gun, but apparently it was a. Sir, sir, you're, you're he had on the forethought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the forethought to get a, a venom soaked knife. Yeah, we'll you're onto something yeah. here, and I think Steve Odekirk is the is the man for the job. All right, you know you know that name. <laughs> yeah, Anybody? Steve Odekirk. Uh, I, sure. I don't know that. He's name. the guy who made Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Yep. yep. Yeah. So good. Uh, so he oh. took this old nonsense chop film and put himself into it mm-hmm. yeah, and then him. tried to make us that was the source of that really try to make a story yeah. yeah the the original i'm forgetting what the original film was it was called kung pao enter the fist is the new one is is his version right but he used oh oh it's called tiger and crane fist is oh, the original movie okay and he okay. bought the whole movie he bought the uh, the rights and everything <laughs> And then put himself into it and came up with a story that's very entertaining. By the way, that guy yeah. got started, wow. uh, or one of the things he did that he was famous for was very early, like pre-YouTube, sort of long time ago, weird viral thing was that Thumb Wars thing, where it was oh, like little faces that was on him. Well, oh my yeah. he made, that crazy? He made his money writing other movies. He wrote Ace Ventura 2. He wrote The Nutty Professor. Patch Adams. Uh, yeah. yeah, so he's a, he's a writer. Anybody, did anybody really write The Nutty Professor? <laughs> <laughs> Not well, if that's what you're asking. But There was a script. Uh, uh, he did the screenplay for Cowboys and Aliens. He did all sorts of stuff. Oh, Evan Almighty, which is garbage. Yeah. Evan Almighty is terrible. Uh, the, the Jimmy Neutron uh, TV shows and, and that. So the guy's been around. That's such a good show. But yeah. he did all those thumb movies. Yeah, and wow. then eventually those took off, and he ended up doing a wow. Godfather one and a <laughs> wow. Titanic wow. one. <laughs> and he was like that guy. I used to think he was the bomb, but I really don't think he is all that funny now. In retrospect, I think it's Kung Kung Pao uh, Enter the Fist had a moment. It and did. It was, it was 15 years ago, and it and it stopped being funny immediately. And you it, don't want to try to watch it. It now. was it was so right. For the moment, I went to the theater and saw it, and I never go subtitled movies ever, never, never, never. But I did, and it was good. No, no dub, just sub. Yeah, no dub, out. only sub. That's the answer. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's uh, talk about some other stuff. Did you guys find the gr- gross moment in this chaos for me? Oh my gosh! Very disgusting just moment. Just one. Is I was it- pretty grossed out that she was popping a squat. While dude was popping his zits, I didn't in <laughs> right. the, in the, the bathroom. Fact that, the fact that she goes so far as to pull her underwear down. Yeah, yeah, that was a little much for me. <laughs> yeah, that bothered me. Um, I didn't understand it actually. I wasn't sure what was happening. It's like, why well, is this going yeah, on right it's, now? It's not like it's a common thing in American bathroom. Or, well, I don't think it's a common thing in any bathroom. I think that they just found that whatever building they filmed this in. Um, had a bathroom where it was painted to look like there were people in the stalls, but right. the stalls were in the forest. And it and... was next door to a, a 
a a reptile habitat apparently <laughs> apparently you know what it, it, maybe this is maybe they didn't just break into like not nakatomi plaza maybe they broke yeah. into uh rainforest cafe and uh <laughs> I, they were on the rainforest cafe level <laughs> i don't know i don't know about you scott but i i was kind of grossed out by that whole suck out the poison shot oh yeah i didn't like that either I don't. In fact, that's the thing I don't like in any movie where they suck po- uh, snake but, poison out of somebody. But, but you didn't. I mean, there was a lot of butt crack sniffing in this movie. You oh, didn't like all that. Oh, butt crack oh, oh. Randy, Randy oh, touched you, on it. You got it. That, that was, was it. it. He, Randy yes. touched on the butt crack. That's exactly oh. right. His fingers into the butt crack. <laughs> For me, it was the one where he was drunk and he had. I can't remember what happened after the scene. This is early. And he fell yeah. down, and he's like an inch away from from his cameraman or somebody's butt crack, right. and he's like he rubbing it, and he's like rubbing it up and down, and going, "Oh, you oh, smell so good!" Yeah. Oh like my god, was that the- yeah, that was oh bad. Oh my gosh, there was way way too much butthole humor. It was this a is, lot. This of is this is the highest amount of butthole humor we have had in any film segment. Yeah, you only get them, uh, the only movies I've seen that have more butthole humor than Hong Kong action movies are typically um, Korean movies. And I don't know why. Mm-hmm. They think buttholes really? are hilarious over there. Yeah. <laughs> and my brother, and I can attest to this in like real life. My they brother. buttholes are hilarious. <laughs> when my brother came to, came to America and was, you know, living here for a while, nothing was funnier to him than a butthole. Just the funniest <laughs> thing. He would so always... Goatsy is a riot over there. Oh, I'll saying. bet they love Goatsy over They've there. They've got sitcoms over there like Everybody Loves Butthole, How I Met Your Butthole, <laughs> The Big Butthole Theory. It's yeah. like, it's a whole thing out there. Oh, they love Buttfeld. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but yeah, that like that's... Than Seinhole. Yeah, Seinhole. Seinhole. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> Jerry Seinhole. But they, but they, uh, this movie knows that and this movie revels in it and I hate that. I hate it. Because to yeah, me, it's right. just the most base, like, ha, 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 look, funny, butthole, get it? Ha, ha, ha. Like, no, it's not funny. It's just a butt. It's not that funny. The other, the other cultural thing that I couldn't get past, and I had to rewind it a couple of times to make sure I was seeing what I thought I was seeing, they taped that poor crow. They taped his feet. I wrote that, that down. Mirror. Did you guys notice the bird taped no. to the no. perch? No. Yeah, he oh. fly. He fly, it, you, you think it's, it's supposed to be disturbing because it, it's supposed yeah. to be like flapping its wings, but it wasn't flapping because it was, you know, it wanted to flap scared. its wings. Yeah. It was taped. His feet were literally taped down with white tape. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. For the mirror. Yeah. Very like, first scene. You could go, you can go watch it in 30 seconds. In the very first scene, the school bus shows up, the terrorists are grabbing all the kids, and there's a, a, a it's an inexplicable shot, too. You don't need a scared bird in this right, in this right, scene. Right. You've already right. got scared kids running. You oh, don't yeah, need that's what it's doing. Kid. It's basically there to kind of say, "Oh, the bus pulls up, and the kids are scared, and even the birds." The are bird scared. is scared. Look at its feet. Yeah, it's I, I, to its now we know why. Yeah, they don't have any of those. I mean, they didn't have those rules in Hong Kong. Nobody was nobody was There's making no anybody do like pita crap and all that. It was just yeah. like, nope. Uh, pa- tape him down. How do we every, get him to freak out? Tape him down. Every animal you saw in this film was tortured mercilessly. <laughs> right? We yeah. ate all the animals in this film. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, so it's kind of... Uh, they're the soup in the last It's kind of true. Right. It's an extension. It's the same reason Jackie Chan did get to do all his stunts. It's all these reasons. Like, in some ways, yeah. I like that. In some ways, it's this weird freeing thing. But in other ways, yeah. I'd really not like a bird not to be tortured, please. That'd be great. Yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be that'd be. Yeah, no, it was be it was this movie was quite disturbing for many many reasons. And but it, you know the bird gets tortured in the sub and the dub version. Doesn't matter which language you turn on. <laughs> it's the uh, universal it's language. Always bird, the same. Bird There's bird no plot line to explain why the bird is taped to the. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There was no, there was no sub that said bird gets away in next scene or nothing. It just all birds suffer the same. Doesn't matter how you tell the story. It's the same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, the sna- uh, we mentioned the snake thing earlier, and for a little bit of context for those who don't watch the movies, and I'll, by the way, I would highly recommend watching this one. It's too much fun to oh, pass up. So, so much, much fun. fun, and it's an hour and forty five minutes. And yeah. apparently, when you watch it, make sure you have the subtitles on. You'll get all hey, three movies it, in one. Yeah, you can you can even play it at double speed because the movie was already at double speed anyway half the time. Half so, the I mean, time it was. Yeah, that would be well, a quadruple speed. I did notice that. Like anytime they're anytime somebody's fighting with something that you know is too heavy for them to like wield quickly they <laughs> yes. they like slow it down well they they uh they speed it up and have the person that they're fighting with who has like a nimble thing like a dagger yeah. or a sword or whatever yeah. go oh swish swish yep swish <laughs> yep it was a trick to make that stuff look really uh hyper fighty and stuff which yeah. is yeah. kind of works i mean you know has its moment but you kind of can see through it pretty quickly. And that stuff got better later. But these yeah. were such I, early Hong Kong cinema, like 80s, 90s cinema in Hong Kong. So much fun, dude. Like you could just tell they're having a fun. blast. They're just yeah. like, give us the camera. We're going. Wow. And they just go make some dumb movie and over the top and martial arts, this and that. Like I, you know, that's maybe one of my favorite outcrops of, of cinema anytime, anywhere, any era. So mm-hmm. so this was a no brainer for me to I, see. But, and I enjoy this as much as I enjoy a Jackie Chan movie, but more than I enjoy like just a straight, not funny martial arts movie. I mean, I find those, those are entertaining for me for about 10 minutes. And that's like, okay, well, all right, he's going to go avenge his father or whatever. (laughs) But this movie has a reporter and a cameraman. Yeah. Yeah. They're a hoot. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about that. Okay. uh, One of the things that I absolutely hate when they do in a film, and this is uh, not just Hong Kong films, but any film um, where they, where they analyze the video to find out an important plot point, mm-hmm. like they did with discovering that he it was the stuntman right. or the bodyguard that was um, uh, that was Jet Li instead of Jackie Chan. And but they're using the footage you just watched in the film, not oh, the video, not the own. footage. Yeah, not the footage yeah. you see from where the cameraman was. Like. They- they literally look at three different shots of him falling (laughs) and they only had one camera. Right, exactly. And one of those shots was a directly under uh, gently landing on me kind of shot. So (laughs) there's no way. I hate that. Like, slow it down. Look, there's his face. Like, okay, come on now. You're looking at what we just looked at. (laughs) The same movie. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. They still do that, though. I mean, you see it all the time. Even in TV shows, it's terrible. Would you you think, though, okay, so that scene with the snakes, just to go back to the snakes for a second? Yeah. yeah. Why if, okay, I'll park my brain and say, sure, you brought a big bag of snakes. Fine. Right. You may have had a different use for them, and maybe the bathroom just turned out to be the perfect storm, and that's great. But (laughs) you brought a lizard, too? Right. Why? Yeah. Why? Wow. Why? Uh, right. It looked cuddly. I wanted well, to pet the lizard. Well, even did you? if you brought that stuff, what would make you decide that? Okay. Oh, there's the the reporter. She's got the videotape. I've got a gun, but I'm gonna go into another room, get a bag of snakes, bring the right. snakes in, and then leave her alone with the snakes. To where we what? <laughs> yeah, it was the weirdest plan. Like, even I even just the sub say, "Give me the give me the videotape. I've got a gun pointed at you." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Look at my cool sunglasses. Uh, that yeah. would have been that would have been 
a better plot, uh, not as uh, entertaining, but uh, definitely yes, not as entertaining. A, oh yeah, no, I don't don't get me wrong. I am not asking them to take the snakes out. Please leave them in, and also have your lizard because this is so dumb. It's great. That lizard, he jumped like he was so aggressive. It's an agile it was, lizard. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a lizard. What, what is it? Uh, it was a gila like, monster. Gila okay. monster. Yeah. All right. Monster. A monster. That's a lizard, Randy says. Hey, come on. It is. It, it, it basically is. It's an amphibian. So like, like that's not a roach. That's a water bug. Okay, but it's a roach. I don't it want the lizard. reptiles to come. Yeah, you're right. There was a water bug in there too. A, a big old fat roach. Oh god. Yeah. Oh really? Did that freak you out, Scott? Yeah, I saw that. That didn't freak me out, but I saw it. Oh, right when he's dubbing and. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, that uh, was not I, to, be, to be offensive. That no, was a reproduction of what he that did. Was, yeah. That was an accurate reproduction, yes. Yeah. Well, and it's a great joke. That joke always works for me. It's like the secret to my podcasting is I get a cockroach on my hand and then I freak out for the entire episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, I yeah. love that joke. Yeah, right. Uh, like that nobody else in the room notices. Right. There's a huge cockroach in the studio. And they're okay. all looking at the screen going, oh, you're nailing it. Well done, sir. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that's I'm always... not going to look at you. I'm only going to look at the screen. That one always works. Like, I'll, I'll tell you which one doesn't work. And he out and says, I'm going to America to make real movies. Yeah. I'll tell, oh. I'll tell you which one does never, never works, the joke. And okay. that is, I'm jumping into an empty pool. That's yeah. so uh, dumb. That You know the pool's empty. You knew it before you ran up to the edge. You knew it because you could see it. Don't pretend yeah. like you jumped in and went, oh, mer, mer, I'm in an empty pool. I and hate I, I that. landed face down, arms straight out. I mean, they did everything in this movie, but have somebody run through a wall and leave a human-shaped wall <laughs> hole. I was, I was, hey, I we was, got o- that. I was okay with the empty pool. What was, what, was the st- what was the movie we saw with Chevy Chase where he left a wall hole in the shape of a person? Was that... Uh, was that what's that movie with the penis nose for uh, Dan Aykroyd? Uh, oh, nothing, nothing but trouble. nothing but trouble. Was it the end? I think he left and uh, left a hole that looked like Chevy Chase. I can't in the, wall. the one where they uh, is it the one where he? No, it's the one where he sniffs all the powder. They go off to this uh, bed and breakfast, and uh, seems like old times. Did we watch that? I don't know. I don't think so. It made us what you're thinking of. I I I, hmm. saw, I swear we saw this together, and I remember being pissed that they even put a man-sized <laughs> hole anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I hate I don't that. I've watched so many Warner Brothers cartoons that I can't. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's and it works there because it's, it's a there. cartoon and it totally works. And you kind of smile right. at that and you say, "Yeah, that's right." You leave a hole in the shape of a duck. But when people do it in a yeah. movie they want me to take seriously, even if it's a farcical movie, f off. I have right. no desire to see you make a man-shaped hole in the wall. <laughs> that's okay. it. That yeah. said, the the old uh, the, the old game show that they had a few years ago, and I think it was just called Hole in the Wall, yeah, where oh, you yeah. were on a platform and this thing was coming towards you, and you had, to, you had to figure out what shape you had to get into for it to pass that harmlessly. Most, yeah, that was the most stress-inducing show I've ever seen in my life. I just it was like human. It was like human. It was like Tetris. All it does is knock you over. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. It's not. But the no. idea that you they they would send you through the three or four that were easy. And then they'd, yeah. they'd bring one that would like be impossible for a fat guy to contort through. <laughs> I know, but like, do you guys watch Ellen's Game of Games? No. Yes. Dude. We're not at home during the day. What are you, t- what no, are you no, watching? No, this, no, <laughs> this is primetime, buddy. Primetime yeah, it's it? her new show. She has some new thing, yeah. yeah. yeah it's called show. Ellen's Game of Games. And what, what they've done is they've, uh, they've taken some pretty basic like onstage trivia and married it to you know, Nickelodeon splash town or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of entertaining, but there's a point where you're just like, okay, you're just, you're just scaring people. Like 
You're just scaring people right. for. Right. You're well, not actually accomplishing, and it's not making me laugh. You know? Is it like well, Japanese? It's making me laugh. Yeah. It's like all right, ask him some dumb trivia questions, and then yank him up into the rafters with a couple of. Uh... <laughs> but is that? But is it like the Japanese game shows? It's like that where they they kind of yeah yeah okay. very There's physical like... comedy. Mm. Uh, yeah repercussions game but there's like okay. one of her games you're standing inside a huge foam mouth and when you get questions wrong you have to pull a tooth and if you pull the wrong tooth the mouth chomps down on you and it's <laughs> and it's like okay but like i see the woman standing in the mouth is freaking terrified right. <laughs> but it's not entertaining me uh, i think no, i would like drives it. me the thing that drives me crazy about that show is that the contestants all feel like all seem like they were given eight espressos before filming started <laughs> and that they're on like an electrified panel floor and they're, you know, wearing uh tinfoil socks or something. Cause they're bouncing back nice. and forth. And, yeah. well, why are they so up and ready to roll? They just are. I think, I think that there's some producer in the back that says, all right, you're going to be on, you're going to be our next contestant, but we're only going to do this. If you're really, really excited and you have to get so ridiculously excited that, that, uh, mm. that we, you know, yeah, I buy that. Like the uh, the Alec Baldwin uh, game the show. Energy level. Oh, yeah, survived. match match game, sure. The Alec Baldwin match game, all of the celebrities are drinking booze. And <laughs> Which I don't is know, true I, of the 70s uh, match right, game, by the way. Sure, sure, <laughs> but it makes the it makes the contestants look like they're only on espresso. You know, right. like they're <laughs> everyone else is all leveled out yeah. and mellow. Yeah. I need to I've oh, not true. seen any of these incarnations of the hot new thing to have a a game show with a current celebrity. I you just... can watch. You could watch ten minutes of of uh, either game of games or match game and really get the idea. I mean, I find match game actually kind of entertaining. Mm. Uh, it's super repetitive, though. You're right. It is, and the people uh, they don't know how the the new producers don't know how to write good blank questions mm. because oh. they write them to where there's only one answer, and you know the contestant is not going to come up with that answer. Is Drew Carey mm-hmm. still doing? Uh, Drew Carey still doing the, the whatever it's called, the Price Bob is Barker right. deal, yeah, so, yeah. Is that thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he did something weird last year. I happened to catch it one day, and I'm like, why is he white headed now? And I didn't even want to know mm. the story. So this I is just, it's I asked. I was like, eh. he's old. He's old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but now he, but now he's not. And so it's just weird. I don't know if it was like and you're seeing a rerun, my friend, because uh, Drew Carey is old and he's got gray hair now. Yeah, he's old. Well, and, okay. And and you say that he's only 59 today. He, like what happened was he stopped coloring his hair a couple of years ago. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. That's just, basically it. And he's, but he, you know, he looks good. He's thin and you know, in shape and all that. But what's weird is uh, we're now in an era where all these hosts, all these shows, are hosted by comedians. And Alec Baldwin's like, kind of always been borderline that way anyway. But these are all stand-up people for the most part. Ellen and him and mm-hmm. Steve Harvey and all these people hosting. They are stand-up people. Yeah, <laughs> they're stand-up people. <laughs> But they all used to be stand-up comedians, and now they're hosting our game shows. And it's maybe that's yeah. the best thing ever. Maybe that's the way this should have always been. Funny guys should yeah, host it more. I think so. Yeah. yeah, and how you know who's the next Louis C.K., the next guy you need to run out of town, mm. is when they're a, a famous stand-up comedian, but you can't imagine them hosting a game show. Oh, wow. I but, thought it would be they they would whip their wiener out in front of you and mess with That's it. what I'm saying. And ask, like, and ask like, if they could masturbate into your fern. Yeah. Like, seriously, go back in time, four, five, five months maybe, and ask yourself, could I see Louis C.K. 
hosting a game show? No, that's a horrible idea. Yeah, there's something idea. horribly wrong yeah, here. If, like you, if there's a comedian you don't think they could host a game show, there there's something wrong going on. They, They're an they abuser. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Maybe Although so. I, I could, see, I could yeah. see Brian Regan doing one, so I guess he's he's all right. Oh, he's, he's fine. All right. Yeah, he could totally do it, and he would make us all laugh super freaking hard too. It'd be yeah. great. In fact, you know what? Get on that. Whoever's in charge, let's get yeah, Brian exactly. Regan behind a mic. Get him on that. Uh, whose line is or not? Whose line is it anyway? But like the uh, what's my line? Yeah, and make it a long microphone like the old school ones like those oh, skinny yeah, ones sure. i used to have for game shows oh i want one of those i want one of those for podcasting f this I, freaking uh, pr40 I bought one of those for um that i was going to use in Hurtacular, and it was just too it would have required too much like all right well we've got to plug a wireless thing into here and then i've actually got to have a regular microphone on the top of it and it's probably still not going to pick me up see that's no good you no it's not good you couldn't do that um no. well all right here you go Sorry, I was picturing you with a microphone. <laughs> it's time for Let's Talk About Meltdown. Oh, that's right, Meltdown. High risk. Uh, so, all right. Uh, there was another scene. I'm not going to say it was all that gross because it's fake, and I know that. But um, I, I don't know that wiping blood on your face from a, the wound of another man oh, next to you is the God. way to go. I wouldn't do that. Nah. Why did they? There was a lot of that kind of thing in this movie. Mm. I, I didn't like that at all. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like I got it at the first time, it was because uh, the the main guy wanted his stunt double to look exactly like him, right? Right. Yeah. But like even then, I, like yeah. why does he not flinch? I would have flinched. Yeah. That's right. Gross. Oh God, you're wiping your blood on my face, like close to openings <laughs> to my body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. That's disgusting. If anyone did that in real life, first of all, you're poking at my wound, my big slash wound. All right, get off my wound. Yeah, get right. off my wound hole. Well, I mean, it's not blood, I guess. It is fake blood. It's not like get off he was my really blood bleeding hole. and he just wanted to make it look real. But. Yeah, but in real, imagine somebody did that in real life. You and I are in a foxhole. I got a big old gun blast in my shoulder and you just start wiping my blood all over your face. <laughs> because I want the enemy to think that I'm hurt too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe if it meant your survival and we were trained to do that or something, but I don't think that's in the training. No. I could no. be wrong. Get your own yeah. blood is what I'd say. Cut your own finger and squirt it all over your face, not taking uh, my blood. At the same time, we're probably the very first people to ever notice the bird taped down. So maybe right. this is all kind of moot. That's kind of a good point. <laughs> the director's listening to this show saying, oh, oh they saw it. They, right. they picked up on that. Jeez. We're screwed. Quick. We should have. To the, heli- to the helicopter, get Jet Li to fly it. Yeah, no oh, that's a horrible idea. Yeah, bad idea. Don't let him fly. Wow, did that that was behind. that was like the that was like the worst rescue mission ever with Jet Li flying his helicopter up to right. the level and then just murdering everybody right. on that level with the helicopter. Yep. Yep. Good that guy, bad guy, thing. didn't matter. Yep. There, it there spent were so like fifteen minutes going through that upper level of that building. Yep. There were so many mass murders in this movie. Can we stop a minute? You just blew up a bus full of kids. I'm gonna have yeah. a hard time laughing for a minute. Yeah. Let's just let's just slow down. I got and, the feeling talk about. I got, I got the feeling this director and these writers about that bus thing. I got the feeling they didn't have the kind of sensitivity to that to what that subject matter would actually mean. Like if right. that really happened, a bunch of kids and their teachers blown up, or eight, I guess just her. And now that I know it was her wife and kid, it's even worse. But but having that entire bus blown up at the end would have been the worst possible scenario. And mm-hmm, right. you would be shocked forever. And then I'm supposed to go right into, ah, oh, Jackie Chan, 
uh, doing not doing his own stunts because I'm going to do it for him right. and jump off of the thing. It's like it's not. It didn't work for me. Right. That was rough. Right. And then there's there's more massacres later. Like it just it gets worse. And and I just want to point out, Scott, it you don't know that that was actually Jet Li's wife and kid. The stupid fan fiction at the bottom of the screen made a claim that I am not accepting. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the I feel like the sub, just in my opinion, I feel like the sub is an actual translation from the original language. Mm. I think someone, and I don't know this. This is just speculation. It yeah. feels like it's true. It feels like somebody purchased this movie in the U.S. to redistribute it and said, let's get these voice actors in. Because a lot of these voice actors are more uh, recent voice actors. They've been around for a while. A lot of big and, names. And yeah, I the think your acting was done in the early 2000s. I noticed that because we, right. um, for some reason, I kept the credits going in, in case there was a stinger. For you know, I Don't, mm. again, don't ask me why. But I noticed that the... Uh, <laughs> That the dubbing was done in two thousand. In two thousand, after right, the release. Yeah. I, yes, and I, I, you're you're both right. According to a reviewer on IMDb, who says that uh, watching the original Cantonese movie version with English subtitles is acceptable, but then the dubbing, <laughs> he says, boldlerized the movie. <laughs> that the dubbing, and and he gives this example. This and it's a really good one. Where uh, the first time you see the doctor with his gang, mm -hmm. and he he orders the killing of somebody for incompetence, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, like that, it's completely different. And I noticed that, like, it's a completely different story on the bottom of the screen. It actually makes sense. What you hear him saying though is really weak. It doesn't at all fit what you know the 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 nature of that sequence yeah we missed so, but we clearly missed the right version so what we're saying so, is yeah. actually actually if you haven't watched this film yet folks maybe turn the sound off and only I, read the subtitles if for to get the real movie i think i think you should watch it without the subtitles to enjoy it to its fullest mm -hmm. comedic effect because i think that's where the greatest comedy is yeah but there is a second layer of comedy trying to listen to the sub if doing both at the same time there's like a like you this, your brain the, goes insane if you want the director's cut watch it a second yeah. time with subtitles yeah. on but i think you're right yeah. i think watching it the first time so you can say oh that was never explained or oh that was handled so poorly in the dubbed version mm -hmm. um, yes. yeah so a commentary would be a blast with this oh my gosh i need yeah, some so but, but, that, but that would be a dub of another dub right like that'd be right. another bunch yeah. of guys talking and then it would be voiceover going oh this is a scene where i've you know picked my bum ha 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 bums are funny <laughs> something like that hey everybody welcome to a quick break to talk about our friends at rx bar a whole food protein bar made with 100 percent whole ingredients and no bs no added sugar no colors that are artificial no artificial flavors preservatives or fillers that's right 100 percent whole ingredients few simple ingredients by the way uh egg whites for example main source of its protein and easy for your body to absorb they're gluten-free soy-free dairy-free no added sugar no colors no fillers i said all that great tasting with a variety of flavors they come in 11 delicious flavor varieties whether you like the sweet and savory chocolate or fruit flavors there's an rx bar for you uh, real food ingredients actually taste like good you know food so if you're looking for real fruit the spices like sea salt that kind of thing that's where you're going to want to look is rx bar 
Uh, how about breakfast on the go, snack at the office, throw it in your bag for the plane, toss it in your backpack for a bike ride or a hike, or how about right before or after your workout at the gym? Oh, it's so good. I've loved RX Bar and so will you. Get 25% off your first order at rxbar.com slash filmsack. Use the promo code filmsack. That's rxbar.com slash filmsack and uh, get it today. First first order, 25% off. It's a good deal. Thanks, RX Bar. All right, I have clips to play that uh, emulate much of what we're discussing here. Fantastic. Uh, I'm going to play them now. For example, uh, here, I think this is the doctor, isn't it? Wait, I can't remember. What's the meaning of this? Let's go! That's <laughs> <laughs> the teacher, sorry. <laughs> it's a bad voice. What's the meaning of this? Ugh, gosh dang it. Let go! By Let the go way, me. Yeah. in that opening bus scene, and I think there was even a scene in the in the building with the, uh, the mind that was on the carpet, um... Couldn't you just like take your shoe, like keep your shoe firmly pressed on the mine, mm-hmm. but then pull your foot out of your right. shoe and put something heavy on it to just keep it pressed down? Totally. So you're asking if you could Indiana Jones a landmine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Those that kind of landmine, mine, yes, because it was a pop up and explode in your face type, right? And and that's the, and that's the thing. I don't know. Okay. I, <laughs> I I I actually. I don't I saw that sequence and I'm like, okay, for starters, I hate this because he doesn't clear the room of everybody except the two. Yeah, that was crazy. crazy. But so then I was like, I I paused the movie. I'm like, I'm going to look up some some landmine types and figure (laughs) out like I reading about different kinds of of anti-personnel mines. I'm I'm pretty sure that kind. It just it just is gonna explode. Like when you step on it, oh, you've you, just got a certain amount of time. Right, it's Max. gonna it's gonna pop up in, in. But like if if you step on it and it doesn't get released in a few seconds, it's just gonna explode. You know. Yep. Okay. It makes I, more sense for it to fly up. You could create a greater uh, yes. damage da- splash damage. Right. However, right. pop up mines are are yeah they're actually kind of common. And it's really scary. Yeah, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want one. Ugh. And what was interesting, I can't remember if it was in the sub or the dub, but one way had an American conspiracy that the Americans were aiding the terrorist. Oh, really? Yeah, because they kept implying that the hardware and equipment that was being supplied to him was American. That's right. If you read the subtitles, you'll see all these references to uh, America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow! Really? So, right now, yeah. you so, guys are going to make man. me watch this again, aren't you? I swear. <laughs> uh, here's well, it's a... worth it. It's worth it. It's okay. worth it. We have some time <laughs> between now and the next film set. Yeah, I guess so. By the way, by the way, I just want to forestall the military genius who's writing an email. It's it's actually called a it's called a bounding mine. Oh, the one that the jump up mine. The pop yeah, up. that's it's a weird term. Bounding bounding mines. Bounding. Oh yeah, I've I guess I've seen that terminology in video. Like if you play. Um, some of that Tom Clancy stuff, they have bounding mm-hmm. ones you can mm. equip to yourself. Um, here's a, I don't know what this is, some deal. He didn't have a chance. Oh, that guy. <laughs> I, I really like the video on him. He didn't have a chance. All right, here's him. Here's, uh, here's some something about instant oatmeal. We're instant oatmeal. Got that right. You got that right. <laughs> got that right. It's way more serious than the subtitles. I'll Damn bet it scene. is. It would have to be. The stuff we heard was so dumb. There's. There's Way so many song. things, guys. There's so many like serious statements, and so there's so much backstory that you don't get without the mm. subtitles. I'm mm. I'm 
Ugh, I'm gonna I won't it. mention it anymore. I'm, I'm going to watch it again. No, it's fine. You've draw, you brought it. me to this place. I'm going to just right. have to do it. Here's a pretty good line. I think I'm going to shit my pants. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I have going to keep that line. Don't worry about redoing it. <laughs> right. By the way, I didn't realize what a, a great aversion I have to men in long johns. Oh, and, I don't like it at all. I, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is. But I, I knew it bothered me, but I didn't realize how much it bothered me until this movie. You don't want to, Here's why. I got an answer to this. And it's true in like Westerns where you always wake some cowboy up yeah. as wearing his long johns. Yeah, it's yeah. always just a yellowy, pea-stained, yeah, nasty pea front. Stained. Never right out of the bag at uh, Haynes. Right? No, never, ever. Never. No. These okay. Have, yeah. All right. We got we to gotta get to the bottom of Scott's proclivities here, guys. Scott Johnson. <laughs> yeah. What kind of men's underwear do you find the most acceptable if you're faced with seeing it? So I'm going to parade guys through your life. Yeah. Easy what answer. What kind of underwear do you want them wearing? They're not wearing anything else. And easy answer. And, this could okay. be easier. It's boxers. Easy. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Just regular old baggy boxers. If you got those boxer tidy ones, those suck. Wearing whitey tidies, F off. If you're wearing regular <laughs> boxers, it's great. Great. So you're you're okay though if it's like plaid polyester. Oh boxers. yeah, totally, Great. man. Uh, well, the I correct mean, answer, <laughs> by the way, the correct answer obviously is loincloth. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so my, I'm, uh... I'm guessing I'm guessing that if a if a man was wearing like a diaper, that's just the worst for you. Oh no, I a di oh, no, diaper I diaper. Here's the order of bad. Diaper I think is the worst. Whitey tidies, oh, really? a stained up whitey tidy with a skid in the back. That's second bad. Uh. Third, third bad is the Long John's deal that me and me and Dunaway Wait. don't like. Yeah. Wait, how did you feel? How did you feel about Kong's uh, flossing thong he had? <laughs> I forgot about Kong. Yeah, I didn't like that either. He's doing the, yeah, he's doing the, the high kicks. Yeah, I, uh, I can't oh. even do. Scott. I can't even watch like a proper sumo wrestling match. Yeah, you're you're sufficiently up. bothered by sumo outfit, right? Yeah, I hate oh, it. Yeah. It's gross. It's gotta be. Are you kidding me? You... They're flossing that giant butt that ate 14 pounds of wagyu <laughs> steak. Like, forget it. Forget it. So how are you? How are you watching? How are you watching Goldberg's? I love because Goldberg's. Goldberg's. Oh, Dad's yeah. always in his tight. Garland's right? always stripping down his yeah. tight. He's so yeah. freaking funny in that. I love him in it. I just want to. Right. I want him to be my dad. You're a moron. <laughs> I love him. That show is such a great little surprise. I freaking love it. It really is. Um, yeah. Here's uh, something about tongue out. I forget. <laughs> oh yeah, that. Uh, yeah. What what do you call that gesture? Because she first was going to, sh did she shoot in the bird? Or was going to shoot in the bird? And then she went with the, I've heard people call it the dirty birdie, which is, I don't think is right. But, dirty you know, birdie? it's that, that, that thumb to the nose. Oh, that. Yeah. Flapping. Yeah. With the, right. Like, with the, the, flapping the has a ras like is a raspberry. What's this other thing right. called? I yeah. don't know. Right. Whatever it is, it what sucks is, what, and they shouldn't that gesture. do it. Yeah. Her doing this. What am I, your dentist? Whoop, that's not it. Sorry. This. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. There's something else. There's something else that the subtitle, and I really, I really want to stop talking about the subtitles, but there's something else the subtitles reveal to you that I wonder if you, without the subtitles, picked up on, and that is, Everyone doing English voices is doing a weird voice. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. I totally got that. That was what okay. am I, your dentist. Well, here, okay. let's let's hear that guy again. I, I put it down because of his voice. What am I, your dentist? Come on, Joyce, be serious. Be serious. <laughs> I actually liked. I actually liked this dubbing. 
because oh i loved it, it but i'm not supposed to like your, I'm not it su- wasn't like your typical dubbing where they just have i don't know people who professionally dub movies these were not professional dubbers these are more like comedic voiceover actors big time they were all cartoon actors they're all cartoon actors almost everybody credited uh, with with stuff that wasn't kind of extra style was some cartoon guy and i i don't know why i don't i probably cheap is my thinking in 95 those guys got paid jack back then like ask um well we were talking about liam earlier ask liam what it was like to work in anime in 1998 he'll he'll frown at you hard wasn't a good time (laughs) Uh, how about this? Yeah, I mean, you know, oh, yeah. you know that it's got to be difficult to take a serious action movie and just with dubbing turn it into a comedy. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, completely agree. Here's uh, some kind of what? Oh, here we. What is this anyway? Some kind of amateur production? Yes, that's the the answer. Yes, yes. that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah, it's a, Nail that's head. why it's funny. Nail head, meet each other. Yeah. Here's, uh, <laughs> here's uh, something about your hand. <laughs> Well, yeah, that guy lost his hand. I forgot. Oh, that trope, <laughs> man! Every little time. Yep. It's like, uh, like if if we're gonna if we're gonna uh, yeah, if we're gonna ha- have you fight near a light fixture, that light fixture is gonna go right through you. You mm-hmm. know, like. Oh yeah. Ugh. Yep. Every time, sharp as hell. Here's uh, everything will be fine. We're only here for the jewels, so just sit tight, do as you're told, don't cause any problems. And we'll have you back to your cream cheese and caviar. Oh my gosh, speaking dude. speaking of the jewels and tropes, uh, there was a lot of groin attack in this movie. Oh, yeah. oh so yeah. many <laughs> groins and eyeball attacks, all of that stuff. Buttholes, yeah, buttholes and groins. Funny, two funniest things in, in uh, Chinese culture, yeah. especially colonial. It actually, Chinese it actually culture. felt like they were daring you to think of them as excessive, like. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you think it's a trope when you punch someone in the nuts? We'll do it again. Now do you think it's a trope? Like, mm-hmm. that's what the movie felt like to me. Here's how, about, I, uh, how about five minutes of a guy grabbing a guy's crotch? How about <laughs> yeah, that? How about that? that? That's a pretty good scene. When I was in China, I had an experience that I'll never forget. I was at a, a cable manufacturing plant, and they made uh, mainly computer cables and that kind of stuff. And I was in there. Um, may have been Foxconn way back then. I can't remember oh, now. Wow. But anyway, it was something like that. And they were... Bunch of executives standing around, people to own the thing. Some of them knew a little English or whatever. And in the middle of us sort of milling around waiting for a meeting to start, one of the high-level executives farted, put his hand behind himself as if to grab the fart, brought the cupped hand forward, and threw it in the face of his secretary. (laughs) Wow. And then she laughed, and I thought, okay, this is it. This is the difference. This right here, what's going on is the difference. Now... I don't want to apply that to an entire culture. That's not my job here. I'm not saying that. But all I know is, you know, when you hear about like, oh, Nissan's um, the CEO of Nissan riding to work on the train, reading a copy of Rape Man. Like right, that kind right. of stuff is just there. Asia, you got it going on. Don't stop. Just be you. I And, and let's I not f- let's just always keep remembering we're looking at a 25 year old movie. Like, yeah. Just don't yeah, you know, like, don't let go of that. Like yeah. this is not new. Twenty two year old. But yes. Okay. Pretty close. Close enough. Um, here's uh oh they why they call him Kong. They call me Kong, eighth wonder of the world, and I'm gonna kick your ass. Hey man, <laughs> you've got a great look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it made me unplug my cable. Gosh dang it! I laughed so hard I unplugged my headphones. Uh, I love that guy. Kong's great. All right, not in the face. <laughs> oh no, no, not the face. I like that. 
for some reason. <laughs> this is a good slide. I didn't like the dubbing <laughs> on that guy, and I didn't like his acting. Yeah, not really, yeah. huh? I mean, listen, I can't deny what you're saying. It's bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could I ever argue that? There's no way. <laughs> Here's uh, what? Not going to what? All right, here it is. I'm not going to suck it out. But I'm your little sunny boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pa, Dero Papa was actually, I, I liked him. Come on, did you like him a bit? No. Uh, with his pipe and his, his uh, page boy hat. <laughs> I love yes. His page boy thinking. hat and his, his obvious wig. <laughs> right. Yeah, he, other than he's his, so his uh, he, he's like in an anime. He's like, one the, he's the little yes. old dirty right. man. Why do why do these movies always have this thirty year old man with a gray wig instead of just hiring an older actor? I don't know. I mean, he may have been a little older, but yeah, they they dressed him up wrong. It was bad. Also, I just I'm, I don't know. I just never bought their relationship. It was always like he I don't like what my son is up to. Yet here I am drinking a martini at his <laughs> shitty party. Like, all right, well, go home then. Go home and watch right. TV, old man. Uh, here's a rude to flirt with your girl line. It was rude of me to flirt with your girl. Oh, that's a, that's literally it. It was it. rude of me girl. <laughs> he was so good. Favorite Fantastic. villain maybe in films that history. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Here's a, uh, what's this? It, it's okay. It, it, it's okay. Oh, that. I, everything people said I captured, I swear. I just thought it was so <laughs> weird. Uh, here's a doctor thing. I'm the doctor's favorite, you dumb shit. Oh gosh! Yeah. I like their relationship. The porn star yes. and Kong, that right? Was fun. Yeah. So her fighting with um, I mean they they really like beat the crap out of each other to kind of lure, uh, not Jackie yeah. Chan out into the open. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Oh yeah, no, they yeah. really did. Yeah. Not Jackie Chan. Not Jackie Chan. Here's something about eyeballs. I don't remember. Holy you scum! It's Frankie time now. Grab a hold of your legs. Lift them up to your head and start licking your eyeballs, you worthless turd. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was that was kind of weird. It was kind of funny, but kind of weird because Kong had been playing so straight laced the whole movie. And then when he's he's asked to do this. No one was it Rabbit that was did it? Rabbit? Which character was it? Wait, who's Rabbit? What, uh whichever character it was that had been uh, yeah, yeah, it must have been Rabbit because he killed was him. The sunglasses and the uh he's right. The, he's the rapper from Detroit. Detroit. That's the only he's, rabbit. He's rabbit from a track. That's right. <laughs> but he had been all straight laced the whole movie, and then uh, and then during that scene, he acts just totally wonky. Yeah, he got Final. weird. He got weird toward the end, and and like all henchmen, eyes. all henchmen. I mean, he's basically the Amish guy from Die Hard. It just they just didn't mm-hmm. do it as well. Kind mm-hmm. of mysterious and dark, and then dumb ending. Here's uh yeah. here's just that piece that I loved. Start licking your eyeballs, you worthless turd. I'm gonna use that all the time. It's pretty licking good. Licking your eyeballs. Yep. And then he sticks his tongue out and attempts to lick his eyeballs, which I think yeah. is great. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, By the way, even even to continue the diehard connection, they had the black guy who's just there to like do the hacking, the computer hacking black guy. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. They didn't do much I with him, but yeah, he was sitting. Him. He was sitting no. in a chair, and he'd walk up and put his arms on him. How are we looking? And he's like, ah, we're going to the detonators, and yeah, it's totally. <laughs> and you look, can tell when look, it was going. Back to. is toast. <laughs> They did, the only thing you're missing was like the Huey Lewis looking guy for the front desk. <laughs> right. Well, they, they even had that though. Get rid of the, the cops are coming. Oh, yeah. Get rid of yeah. them. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. So dumb. All right. Here's old fashioned. I don't know what this is. I'm old fashioned. Women should not handle guns. Oh, okay. Great. Thanks, okay. buddy. You are old fashioned. Get yeah. out of here. Here's another good one. Hey, sugar, sweeten up. I saved your life. That's pretty good. 
Hey, sugar. Sweeten I'm going to use that. Hey, sugar, sweeten up. I got a shirt with that it's right pretty now. Good. Gotta, yeah, no one will be offended by that, Brian. It won't be no, considered no uh, at all misogynistic or weird. You should wear that shirt. I think you totally should. Uh, there's a, something about an old man. Here, old man, smarter than you are. Okay, and then finally, uh, when you're dying of poison. Help me! Again, it's it's when he says "help me" that he sounds the most like the the junior boss from IT Crowd. Yeah, it kind of does. It kind of does. And back, and by the way, I didn't mean I meant to say this earlier, but I think the junior boss was never as good as the dad on Oh, IT sure. Con. Yeah, that's the, yeah, yes. I love the dad. He was the best. When he jumped out that window, which makes a great gif. <laughs> it uh, was a great didn't see it coming moment. One right? of the yeah, greatest yeah. maybe ever, like an ever TV ever, ever him jumping out like that. But yeah. his son, eh, it's not so good. Well, that's mm. it for your clips. Uh, well done, everybody. Now it's time <laughs> for you. this. Uh, die Hard in Hong Kong, check. Uh, Jet Li just can't keep blood out of his eyes, check. That happened a lot. And finally, mm. they even mm-hmm. had a guy like the Coke guy in it from Die Hard, check. Huh. Hey, Star yeah. Trek Connections, there is actually one. Fred Tatascori, uh, I can't say his name. He played Kong's voice. He voiced oh, all really? of the Klingons in the 2013 Star Trek Into Darkness film, except for one. He voiced Kirk, Spock, and McCoy in several episodes of the television series Chicken Robot. Or Robot Chicken, rather. Oh, okay. Chicken uh, Robot. Chicken Robot, yeah. I can't wait to watch that. He also provided the voice of over 250 video games, including several Blizzard titles. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, i got to find out who, but probably a lot of yeah. extras and stuff. Orc number three, that sort of thing. Um, uh, Ted, yeah. Ted, Ted, uh, Ted Tascori. Tadashore or something like something that, like right? That. Yep, Tadashore. Yeah, did, the uh, guy is a super constant actor. Oh, this guy. He's in StarCraft. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know this guy. I want you to head out into the Barrens and pick me up several... <laughs> Wrong guy, but yes, it's like, a good point. This, this Wrong guy, guy, guy. He voices he voices Zeratul. He uh, he and he's the he's the most constantly working voice actor in history. Like the guy, he must have an agent who always answers the phone at odd hours and is like, "Oh, Fred. Oh, Fred works eighteen hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah, he'll yep. do your thing." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There it is. Zer- oh, I love Zeratul's voice. Okay, he has all my respect. I love this man. He's the best. Uh, all right. Well, there's that. Hey, uh, soundtrack great. I give it a bleh for I don't know what the hell that was. It was just a. It was fine. The rap, yeah. the rap actually kind of worked had, for me when it came on. Some yeah. of the rap was all right. I mean, it's definitely a situation where, in addition to the dubbing, and maybe this is a common thing, and I just don't know it, but I mean, they they just completely wiped the Hong Kong soundtrack out of their own foley work, out of their own music, and out of their own voices. Yep. Yeah. yeah. If you go back and watch the Cantonese. Uh, it is a totally different soundtrack. It's much more classical yeah. in nature, which is crazy. Yeah. Why would they even change that part? I don't know. Oh, Scott, uh, this this uh, uh, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time with his name. Fred Tatashore. Yeah, this guy he voiced in Wrath of the Lich King. He was Kolagarn and Hodir. Oh my lord! I spent so much time fighting Hodir. I don't even want to oh, think about it. <laughs> and and Kolagarn, remember with yeah. his, oh, his, yeah. his huge fists? Yeah, no, Kolagarn was great. He was the big fist guy with a beard. He, you walked in the room and he was just standing there. Yeah, and he was huge. That was a that was a great fight. You know what? That guy's great. 
well done. Yeah. You, I now have more respect for this movie than without you. So, well but he done. had nothing to do with the movie. I mean, like, like he was hired to do a voice yeah, years he was, later. He was like, Kong. That was it. In fact, yeah. I want to play it. Where's Kong again? I wanted to play it one more time. I can't, <laughs> I can't find it. I can't find where I put Kong. Okay, it's fine. Nobody knows where Kong went. Hey, uh, Twitter uh-huh. post. This is where you guys sum it up in 140 characters or less because we're not saying 280 anymore because Randy said no. So I'm not. So let's sum it up in the old classic Twitter way we know how. Let's start with Randy. Meltdown. Jet Lee is Jackie Chan to an actor who's supposed to be the real fake Jackie Chan, but is really just Drunky Chan. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Drunky Drunken Chan. Master. Drunker Master Junkie Chan. Uh, for some reason, I saw Owen Wilson in my mind just then. Is it because wow. they did that movie together? <laughs> that's why. Those yeah. Shanghai <laughs> whatever. Shanghai, Shanghai Noon. Noon. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about those. Wow. All right. Uh, Brian Dunaway. <laughs> I confused those with the, the Chris Tucker, can you understand the words coming out of my mouth? Uh, Check yeah. in and... Uh, it's, it's sh- uh, uh, Rush Hour. I'm, Rush Hour. Rush Hour, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Can you hear the word coming out of my mouth? I hate him. <laughs> anyway, Dunaway, your turn. Meltdown. Like, high risk. But mostly it was like they probed me in a rectal fashion. Hashtag sub, not dub. <laughs> well done. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Meltdown. Die slightly less hard. Oh, nah. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, alternative titles. Oh, my gosh. He was just handed to me. Uh, I even have a thing for it. Look at that. <laughs> Look at this. <clears throat> Die hardly. <laughs> Die hardly. The other one was almost a porn star with a gun. All right. Well, that's a pretty good title there. Hey, we got an email from David in Chicago who says, Hey, film hackers, after watching The Perfect Weapon with you guys and cracking up uncontrollably at the end, I realized that that movie was for, uh, sorry, that for movie, movies of that quality should be what you watch together. And that's why yes. we did it. Uh, it, made so, yeah. it made it so much funnier and made these movies actually watchable since I wasn't actually listening to it and giving it my full attention. Also, I have a bone to pick with you guys, especially Ibit. Which he spelled. Uh-oh. He spelled it I B B I T T. So okay. there's okay. that. How do or sorry? How did no one give praise or at least address the fact that most of the songs, except for Search and Destroy, were by David Bowie or Bowie covers? I loved the mm. gag and it made me listen extra close every time a song was played. Thanks, David in Chicago. Hmm. I think it's a David. David these these Davids got to stick together. Yeah, it's a David bias. <laughs> I guess I just didn't uh, didn't catch it. It just uh, yeah. That's yeah. the thing, like. When it comes to things like Bowie, the Beatles, they're so commonplace that sometimes you don't actually think to yourself, oh, wow, I've just heard three Beatles songs. They just, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you just. No, but I mean, you know, Life Aquatic, I know. Every, every song on there, Say Who George, Beatles covers, bought, mm-hmm. bought both albums. But uh, yeah. sure, sure. But that's like, that's the point, that's right? That's noticeable. They're... It's very prominent and, and in your face. But yeah. um, yep. not so true. much with Perfect Weapon. This is true. Uh, if you want to hear that episode, go back and check it out. You can find it over there at filmsack.com. Now, what the hell's going on with our next thing? We don't know. We got all kinds of travel happening, so we don't know what's happening, do we? We don't know. We're we're probably just we're probably just going dark forever. Yeah, we're like, never gonna yeah. do another episode, episode again. Yeah. Hashtag pod fading. Hope last you one. enjoyed it. Yeah, I hope meltdown. I hope you enjoy meltdown as the last one we do. <laughs> here's a, here's the thing, guys. We're gonna be back in a couple weeks. We're gonna watch the Dukes of Hazard. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Seriously, yeah. the the remake. Do you call it a remake when you it's call it a yes. uh, modern reenvisioning reboot, well, Diego? Cause yeah, because it's, it's not just a straight remake. Like we're trying to be true to the feel of the original. It's like we're trying to kind of make fun of the original. Plus, right? it's a movie. Yeah. I haven't so, seen it, so I don't know. Plus, it's a movie, yeah, and they, you can't really reboot it unless it's also a movie. So in this case, a movie yeah. about a TV show. I just it's an adaptation. It's like a adaptation because I, I mean they don't go halfway through the movie and then switch about for you know Koi and Vance or nothing. I mean, so. no hell no. If they did that, <laughs> that I'd love it. I'm funny though. would <laughs> oh, be great. And I'm just I'm just gonna put this out there. Like you might have feelings about Johnny Knoxville, Sean William Scott. Obviously, Jessica Simpson. I mean, even Burt Reynolds, you might go, that's not really a good actor. Uh, the Dukes of Hazard <laughs> movie from 2005 was directed by Jay Chandrasekhar, yeah. and that guy is always good. Yeah. Everything he does is funny. So All right. give us a chance, guys. I, like Johnny, chance. I happen to like Johnny Knoxville a lot. I also am just fine with uh, the other dude, uh, Stifler. I think he's great. Yep. Yeah. And I like, yeah, I do uh, like him. I don't really know much about Jessica Simpson because I've never seen anything with her in it, but here he'll be my chance. And I don't know. Yeah, I just know the chicken of the sea thing. That's all I know about Jessica Simpson. Who's Boss Hog? Who's that in this? Do we know the actor? Oh, this one? Burt yeah. Reynolds. Oh, uh, Burt Reynolds, yeah. Oh, Burt Reynolds is Boss Hog? Okay. Yes. All right. I like Burt Reynolds. So is he is he yes. is he all Vaselined up in a is pair of boots? Greased up like yeah. he was in <laughs> Damn it. I I'm not gonna I'm going to find a way when we actually watch the movie to get you guys to talk about Jay Chandra Sikar, but we'll 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 get to it. <laughs> All right. Well that name will be memorable. I'm sure we'll have no trouble coming back to John Sikar Hehar. Uh all right. Well that's gonna that's gonna be a couple of weeks. Uh wish us luck as travel happens and people are busy. It's a crazy February, but uh we'll be back with you guys very soon. Filmsack.com is the website. You can uh, find us uh, via the web at Filmsack on Twitter and if you'd like to leave us an email, you can, filmsack at gmail.com. And while you're at it, leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. We'll, we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.